Hey everybody, I am Chuck Peters. I'm Director of Operations for Lifeway Kids. I am here today with our Director of Lifeway Kids, Jana Magruder, and our Lead uh, Specialist, Bill Emiot, uh, who leads out in all of the training and uh, educational offerings that we have here at Lifeway. Good morning, you two. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, Chuck. Well, we are here today to talk about the way kids learn. Yes. Uh, and so you two are experts in child development and in Bible education. And so we just thought this would be a great opportunity to unpack a little bit uh, of some of that, that back knowledge, right, that will help us as we seek to educate kids in our church. So um, we all understand that there's a big difference between a, a baby, a newborn, or a preschooler, and a third grader, fourth grader, fifth grader. Uh, there, there's a, some of them are even taller than us, right, with, with braces on their teeth, <laughs> and uh, others are just learning to walk. So there's a wide range of children that we are, uh, that we are accountable to train uh, in our churches each week. Can you tell, us, tell me a little bit about uh, some of those differences? How, uh, is it important that we take a different approach uh, as we look at children of all these different ages? I think it's very important, Chuck. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about this. We know that young preschool children are very self-centered in the way they begin to think, and, and, and that's the way God created them. And when we understand that God created them that way, then we'll create systems in our classrooms to meet their needs and teach them appropriately these Bible concepts that we teach. We also understand that young preschoolers and middle preschoolers are very concrete in the way that they think, but the gospel is a very abstract concept. So how do we teach uh, an abstract concept to a very concrete, literal-minded thinker? So we get very intentional about that, and, and we back down from where, a where we know a child is going at a preteen stage and a preteen level to what can they understand in a concrete way about an abstract concept. So yeah, we understand that they learn differently, and we start with knowing that, and then when we are able to get that into their mind in the, at the level, we build upon it concept upon concept and precept upon precept, and that's why we do what we do the way we do it. So then if we understand that children learn differently at different ages, then we have to teach differently at different ages. Is that right, Jana? Yes, absolutely. And um, children's ministers, I think, have one of the biggest challenges because we are addressing so many different developmental stages, like Bill just said. You know, they come to us as babe in arms, and we are providing just physical needs and uh, the need for care and affection um, all the way up to a, a preteen who can understand the Trinity. Mm. And so everything in between is about planting seeds, laying foundations, and acknowledging how children learn during that time in their lives. Mm. And so it, we understand that kids learn different at different, uh, differently at different ages, that we need to take different approaches to how we teach them at different ages. How about the way we train our teachers, right? Because many of us are leaders of leaders. And so uh, even if we are not, we can't be in every classroom, right? We have, we have other volunteers uh, or staffers who are in those classrooms. How important is it that we prepare each of those teachers with some knowledge about the specific learning styles and uh, abilities of comprehension for the kids that they're with? I think it's really important. I think it's very important too. And, and I, go and ahead. I, I think that we both feel very passionate yes, about this. Yes, I think this. it's it very like important it. because if you <laughs> don't uh, 
train your leaders in, in good with good information, then they're going to go in there and they'll be willy-nilly and they might hit it correctly. They may not hit it correctly. And I think it's trained leaders who do the best job of, of getting the information and getting the biblical content at an at, at, at a age level that's appropriate. But I think it's so much more valuable when you know where you're going and you know what you're aiming at, and then you shoot um, uh, more uh, with a straighter, with a with a more precision, and, and you get what you 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 get a better result. Jana, what, uh, how do most people go about training their leaders? I mean, do you think that most of us are? Uh, let me see it this way. From my experience in the church and kids ministry, I feel like most people are probably not well enough equipped themselves to understand all these different levels of development. That's right. a lot to know, right. but then much less to equip our teams. Right. So what do you do about that? You know, I think it's important to have specific training, but also have the end in mind. And so what we've been kind of dancing around is having a discipleship plan. Hmm. And so that needs to start from, like I said earlier, when we have them in our uh, the baby room all the way up to preteen, that we have a unique plan and train based on that plan uh, mm. so that teachers not only know about the age group that they're teaching, say I'm a preschool teacher, I need to know that the end goal is for what the preteens know before they leave for the youth group. So I think it's important to train specifically, yet also broadly, um, and uh, and have discipleship um, as the end goal for each age group. All right, let's talk briefly about that word discipleship. Uh, so I think that it, it may be a mistake to assume that if we have a teacher and kids in a room, that discipleship is happening, right? right? So what's the difference? How do I know if I am truly discipling children as opposed to just engaging with them to tell stories or to do activities uh, for an hour while their parents are in church. What does discipleship look like in kids' ministry? I think it's about being intentional. I think a lot of the things that we we do, like Sunday school and, and other opportunities, Bible study and, and storytelling and all those things, are part of discipleship when you have some intentionality. So I think it's important that you become intentional. Like Janice said a few minutes ago, know where you're going um, if you don't know where you're going, you'll never know if you get there. So I think it's important that you know where you're going, and then you back it down and you get very intentional amongst the age levels. Mm-hmm. To create a pathway that gets you from where you a are pathway. to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. So now Lifeway Kids has done that. Yes, to help yes. us find the pathway. Okay, yes. so we've been talking about the need to understand how kids learn and to train our leaders about the way kids learn and to teach biblical concepts in the way kids learn. And so Lifeway Kids has developed... Uh, a framework that's called the Levels of Biblical Learning. Mm -hmm. Tell us what that is exactly. What is the Levels of Biblical Learning? Well, I can say, and Bill, you chime in anytime you want, uh, the Levels of Biblical Learning is a framework that uh, LifeWay Kids developed over 15 years ago. Yes. And so we've been doing this for a while, and we did not come up with this in isolation. We invited many practitioners um, in our seminaries and uh, churches and early childhood development specialists to come and work on this framework, this discipleship plan, this tool uh, that we use to develop curriculum, to train um, practitioners on the ministry field. Uh, We use it in a variety of ways. Uh, They helped us develop this document that we call the Levels of Biblical Learning. It's an academic document in terms of it's very 
scientific and research. It's research-based. And so not only theologically, but pedagogically, if I can use that word. Um, so it's educationally sound as well as biblically, b- biblically sound uh, so that we know how children learn and what they can um, uh, consume and understand about who God is at different levels. And so uh, a couple years ago, we were feeling the need to revisit um, our work that we had done there and our research and to, to be able to say this document has withstood the test of time. So we reconvened um, our practitioners, not necessarily the same people, but with the same backgrounds, to be able to say, are we still on track here? Does this, does this uh, discipleship plan um, still work culturally? Are we still relevant? Are kids still learning at this pace? And um, so we really wanted to do some due diligence um, on it since we feel like it's so much so valuable. And the good news is, is that we were able to do that, um, really affirm the research that had been done and make some, some small tweaks mm-hmm. um, that we felt were important. Uh, but we we can now we're kind of now getting it back in front of everyone and showing people that this uh, this plan this framework this discipleship tool is is still relevant today. And Bill, th- briefly describe mm-hmm. how how is the levels of biblical learning organized? It's organized in ten concepts and six levels. The ten concepts. Um, out there include God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. There's several of them. And those 10 concepts are broken down into the six age levels that we've identified. Now, I suspect that we could have identified more than six, but what we did identify was younger preschool, middle preschool, older preschool, younger kids, older kids, and Mm preteens. So those six levels are um, played out in all 10 of the concept areas. Mm. And then each of the concepts then is covered uh, in, in the way that you might talk about God or the Holy Spirit or the church uh, in language that makes sense for a young preschooler versus mm. a middle preschooler or a younger kid or a preteen. For instance, one of the concepts is Jesus. And there's a lot of things we want kids to know about Jesus. It's a, 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 an important biblical concept. Um, and in the preteens, we might, one of the uh, concept phrases is that Jesus' crucifixion, burial, resurrection was necessary, uh, a necessary part of God's plan for the forgiveness of sin. That's a big concept sure. statement. Yeah. And so how do we get there? Because we, we can't go with our younger preschool and say, Jesus' crucifixion, burial, resurrection. You know, we wouldn't yeah. do that, but we can back it down. So in our middle children, our middle kids, we would just simply say, Jesus died to pay the penalty of sin. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a big concept, too. So in younger kids, we would say, Jesus died on the cross, and God raised him from the dead. And then our older preschoolers, Jesus died on the cross and is alive. Our middle preschoolers, Jesus loves people, but our very youngest preschool, Jesus loves me. Mm -hmm. It goes back to that self-centered way God made them as younger preschoolers, and then we develop it up from me to people to died on the cross and is alive, to died on the cross and was raised from the dead, that paid the penalty for sin, and finally, Jesus' crucifixion, burial, resurrection Mm -hmm. are a necessary part of God's plan for the forgiveness of sin. So you can see how that huge concept is broken down to the smallest, youngest child, Jesus. 
Jesus loves me. And so, therefore, a wise plan of discipleship yes. uh, is means you begin with the end in mind. We know where we're going, so we and we know where we are, and so we take that journey very intentionally, mm-hmm. uh, building, as you said, concept upon concept, precept upon precept. It's uh, the way that I have uh, been able to understand the way the levels of biblical learning works best is by looking at mathematics. Mm. You know, you don't start with algebra. You don't start with trigonometry, which I can't do even as an adult. (laughs) But you start with one plus one is two. Right. And then you move to two times two. And then you move to division and then longer division and then into complex uh, X factor equations that my kids can do, but I, I don't understand. It's, and it's all about building on a foundation so that the person be- coming behind you can build on that mm. strong foundation. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, this is not the, although this is the end of this episode of the Lifeway Kids podcast, this is not the end of the conversation about right. the levels of biblical learning. Uh, so you listener, we have some great opportunities that we'd like to offer to you where you can learn more about what the levels of biblical learning is, learn about those concepts and the way kids learn at different age levels. And so we have provided for you. Now, the levels of biblical learning is not a curriculum, no. and this is not something that we sell. This is a framework that you can use regardless of uh, what curriculum you work with. Uh, and, you, and we've provided some these resources for free, so you can uh, download them. Review the documents. Uh, we've provided training videos that you can download and use with your team to teach them how kids learn. And so I'd like to direct you to lifeway.com slash levels of biblical learning. No spaces, no underscores. One all one word. Lifeway.com slash levels of biblical learning. There you will find an interactive website with downloadable resources. You, you will find uh, some cool resources if you'd like to get them. Uh, uh, booklets that are that are physical books you can give to parents to help them understand how their kids develop, posters that you can put up on your wall. Again, this is not the content that you teach. It's the framework from which we write the content uh, that we offer. We also have a webinar coming up, and yes. we want to make sure we invite all of you to attend the webinar, virtually speaking. Mm. Uh, f- it's a free webinar that uh, the Lifeway Kids team is putting on where we will completely, fully unpack the levels of biblical learning and talk about those concepts and talk about uh, about what this looks like in your ministry. That webcast will be Monday, May the 9th at 11.30. Monday, May the 9th at 11.30. Mark your calendars. Central Standard Time. Central Standard yes. Time. Thank you, Jana. <laughs> and the way you get there to that, uh, that link for the podcast or the webcast webinar is uh, live.lifewaykids.com. That's live.lifewaykids.com. And by the time you are listening to this, the links will be there for you. And you can click to register for that webinar. Share that with your team, your friends, those around you. And we'd love to have you attend that webinar. Yes. Thank you both for your time. And uh, listener, thank you for listening. Uh, We invite you back to future episodes of the Lifeway Kids podcast. And we are here to serve you as you serve kids.